Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, guys and gals. How you doing? Today I'll be talking about Tales from the Hood 3. You can also check my original review. And I think I did review the sequel on this podcast also, which I did release that one here, if I'm corrected. Speaking for me, I always enjoyed Tales from the Hood, the first movie. I definitely enjoyed Part 2. A lot of people beg to differ, differ on me on that. But I like Tales from the Hood Part 2. I thought it was actually good, even though it was a different host playing the devil's character. Now, Tales from the Hood 3 was kind of different. This time, is a turnaround. We don't have the devil host. We have Tony Todd and a little girl. And that little girl is going to tell them stories. Pretty much, so they pretty much the wraparound story in this third installment. Pretty much, Tales from the Hood 3 is pretty much going to be the Creepshow 3 of the franchise. Let's put it like that. And, um, by the way, I did enjoy Creepshow 3, I'm just saying. So, Tales from the Hood 3, um, Tony Todd is taking this girl into this abandoned house, and the little girl's going to tell him stories. Now, I will be honest, straightforward, this movie is totally predictable because you already know what's going to happen with this wraparound story. But I did find myself the little girl's presence. You know, her her acting was pretty good. Her, her presence was pretty cool, though. I actually liked it. Especially when you find the ending, which you know pretty honest what the ending is. I don't have to tell you. Just guess but just by the trailer. Um, you're going to like it, you know, in my opinion. Now, as for the segments that went with this anthology of Tales from the Hood 3, um, it's definitely nothing new. Every segment had been done before. It's just more of a urban style to it, you know, with urban actors pretty much. I don't want to say black actors because I find that, to me, I find that kind of disrespectful, but urban actors, you know, they take on these um, segments because they're all predictable. You watch this movie, you have seen it done before, you know. Um, one, one of the segments about this guy, he wants to get rid of this family so bad, <coughs> so he hires this um, guy that was set the thing up and started firing one of the apartments and the family died. Um, again, another predictable moment. You pretty much know what's going to happen with this family. They're going to come back and haunt the guy that caused the problem in the first place. The second one, you got a guy, a white man, looking straight through these people, watching him. He's cursing them out. He's like this white racist dude living in a bunker. And I'm looking at this segment closely and closely. And for some reason, I'm saying, why these, um, you could tell they're like black people, like urban people, excuse me. I'm going to say black people. I'm sorry. Black people watching him, and I don't want to say the ending is more than just black people, but it's kind of like it's like okay, once they slowly start going, it's I start picking up and I start having this feeling from one of the Twilight Zone episodes I remember, which is a segment similar to that, but it wasn't a white racist dude or nothing in the Twilight Zone segment. So I already knew what was going to happen in the second segment, but I want to see how they executed, and I thought it was funny how they executed in the second segment. Um, I really did enjoy it though, but it's like, again, predictable again, once you've seen a lot of horror movies or a lot of horror TV shows, you already know. Then you got this third segment, 
about this black um, guy, so this woman who could sin, and she got fired because she outsinned the other sinner. So this black guy, this um, black producer dude, told this black sinner, lady sinner, like, okay, I'll make you, I'll make you this offer. Take care of this older woman. Just be her company. And this older woman trying to relive her life, you know, watching which was a classical sinner, and the black, the young black woman that's like taking care of this old woman, she's getting tired of her, she's talking bad behind her back with this producer guy that got her the job, and again, this is another one that's so predictable, you will pick up on it in a heartbeat, because you could be asking, why this black guy introduced this woman to this older woman to babysit her, and why this woman want blood and stuff, you know, it's pretty obvious, I won't say, I won't give you a spoiler on that, just take a wild guess what this is, because this segment has been done so many times, I'll give you a hint, we saw Jezebel, and we saw Skeleton Key with Kate Hudson. Yeah, you pretty much know what I'm talking about. Now, the next segment, I mean, it was pretty catchy. This one was unique, you know, and it's something you can watch on the news because it's kind of like realistic, which is kind of scary. Because the fourth segment was kind of scary because about it's this crook who goes around punching people and stealing their stuff. And sadly to say, the streets where I'm at, there's scary people that actually do shit like that, and it's really sad. So this first segment, I think it's probably the best segment of all the segments because it's more real, you know. But with a supernatural twist to it. Um, once this guy have a habit of doing that, this woman says she's going to do voodoo. She's going to get him back because one of her, the victims was one of the victim's family members. So she wanted to get revenge pretty much. And he's going to be taught a lesson really, really bad. And I kind of like that segment because he gets what he deserves pretty much, you know. And as for the wraparound... I pretty much liked the wraparound. Um, like I said, it was pre- predictable, but I feel like the logo that was telling the story, and Tony Todd, of course, you could take a while, I guess, let's just say he wasn't a good character in the movie, you know, a bad character. But I, I, I like how it, how it was done, you know, and another character, I guess, what it deserves pretty much. Um, Tales of the Hood 3 is not so bad, but it's not perfect either because it's, like, so predictable. Um, Tales from the Hood 3 will also, you could watch that for free, it's going to put me on Sci-Fi Channel, I think, next week, I think, so be on the lookout for that, you know, if you want to watch it for free, you know, but, um, I don't think you'll miss anything with, if it goes on commercial break or whatever, if there's a television version, of, if the television version of this movie, I don't think you're going to miss any cuts or nothing, but either way, um, check it out if you want to, because, you know, it's, it's, a, it's another trilogy, right, <laughs> peace out and see you later, guys and gals.